Praise the Lord and welcome to the Sunday Afternoon's Miracle Service. We are broadcasting from the First Century Apostolic Church, FCAC Temagana. We preach, teach, and live the complete and unadulterated Word of God with genuine signs, wonders, and miracles taking place under the leadership of Reverend Dr. Edwards, General Overseer of FCAC. This is a miracle service, so I urge you to listen carefully to the message and participate in the prayers and ministrations by faith, and the Lord will meet you at the point of your need wherever you are. Amen. Today's miracles reveal God's presence. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. I, I see, usually what I see at the end of the meeting is what I'm seeing at the beginning today. <laughs> what I normally see at the end of the meeting, that's what I'm seeing at the beginning of the meeting today. Church, you are blessed. You are blessed. Amen. My daughter. Yes, you. In white. No, behind you. In white. Yes. Give the child somebody. Oh, hurry up. Hurry up. Because there's that blessing coming upon you. Take, follow her. Follow her. Follow her. Follow her. And then just take it. Just take it. Take it. Take it. Just receive it. In Jesus' name. Miracles manifest or they reveal God's presence. And therefore, God's presence brings about miracles. So we can, we can put it either way. <laughs> it depends on how you, you like it. Miracles reveal God's presence. Or you can say God's presence mm, reveals or brings about miracles. The same thing. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Somebody is getting blessed already. Oh, somebody is receiving miracles already. Today, God is coming to you in such a way that many of you may not have ever seen before. Never before. And he is going to cut through, demolish, dismantle, destroy all your doubts. All your doubts, all your unbelief, he's going to put all that aside and he's not going to do it for you. That's what it is today. Daughter, yes, Faustina, that's your name, Faustina. And this it's not just for one person, but it's for every one of us, Amen. including me, myself. Amen. Your portion is in it. Amen. That's why I say you. Your name is Esther. That's why I say you shouldn't go where you are going to. Be here today. Be here today. Because you have no idea... And my daughter Miriam, you were, I'm happy that you obeyed that, that commandment. And you are here today. Yes. You are young. You are young. You are young, but the Lord has everything all lined up for you, my daughter. They were going to go somewhere. I said, no, they shouldn't go. They should be here. And I thank God that you are here today. Because Miracles reveal. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Everywhere I look, 
If I don't care, I can't preach the word of God today. May you receive it all. May you take it all. My daughter, is Keith here today? Keith, your son, is he here? You sent a message that you will come. But why did you leave your son behind? Your son needs a miracle more than you do. Now you are here and he is not here. Can you take it for him? Your son needs a miracle. And God, oh, my hand is getting hot. And God is doing it for him. So next time you are coming, let him, let him lead you. Let him be in front of you. Don't let him walk behind you. Let him lead and you follow him. All right? Stand outside here. Daughter, take it. Take it. Take it. Take it! Yes. 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 Oh, can I... She knows what she's been, she's been through. The time will come. I don't know when. But my prayer it will not be too long. It will take too long. Somebody that she knows will come and apologize and beg her for forgiveness. Amen. Not just her, but she and her children. Somebody she knows will come, will come, beg her forgiveness. Not just her, but she and her children. Just say amen to that. Amen. Clap for Jesus. She shouldn't cry anymore. She shouldn't weep anymore. Because that day will surely come to pass. That day will pass. Somebody here called Alice. If you are called Alice, you are being blessed. It doesn't matter what you are, being, what you are going through. Once you are called Alice, you are being blessed. As many Alices are here, if it's just one person, take it all. If you are more than one, share it amongst yourselves. And Alice, let's all go to the book of Judges. Judges chapter 6. Did you bring your Bibles with you? Not your tablets, not your iPhone, your Bible, proper Bible. Did you bring your Bibles with you? And if you are watching anywhere in the world, let me, let me tell you that I don't agree to that. Even if you are a pastor or a bishop or a bishop, I don't care. I agree the use of tablets or mobile phones for reading the word of God. Judges chapter 6. Books are books. When we go to heaven, books shall be opened. It's not, it's not mobile phones that shall be opened. <laughs> not mobile phones. Books shall be opened. Judges chapter 6. 11 to 24. Judges chapter 6. 11, verses 11 to verse 24. Now, the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth tree, which was in Ophrah, which belonged to Joash, the Abiezrite, while his son Gideon threshed wheat in the winepress in order to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. Church, may the Lord be with you all. Amen. Gideon said to him, Oh my Lord, small L. Is this small L in your Bibles? Oh my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his miracles which our fathers told us about? Saying, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now, the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours, and you shall save Israel from the hand of of the Midianites. Have I not sent you? Thank you, Lord. So he said to him, 
Oh my Lord, this is capital L. Is that capital L? Yes. yes. Oh my Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh. And I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, Surely I will be with you, and you shall defeat the Midianites as one man. Church, may the Lord be with you. And may you defeat all your enemies as one man or one woman. Then he said to him, If now I have found favor in your sight, then show me a sign that it is you who talk to me or who talk with me. Do not depart from here, I pray, until I come to you and bring out my offering and set it before you. And he said, I will wait until you come back. So Gideon went in and prepared a young goat and unleavened bread from an ephah of flour. The meat he put in a basket and he put the broth in a pot and he brought them out to him under the terebinth tree and presented them. The angel of the Lord said to him, Take the meat and the unleavened bread and lay them on this rock and pour out the broth and he did so. Then the angel of the Lord put out the end of the staff that was in his hand and touched the meat and the unleavened bread and fire rose out of the rock and consumed the meat and the unleavened bread and the angel of the Lord departed out of his sight. Now Gideon perceived that he was the angel of the Lord. So Gideon said, Alas, O Lord God, for I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. Then the Lord said to him, Peace be with you. Do not fear. You shall not die. So Gideon built an altar there to the Lord and called it, The Lord is my peace, or the Lord is peace. To this day, it is still in offer of the Abiezrites. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Church, this story we all know very, very well. But every time we hear it, we know it better and better. And today, we're going to learn some true, some significant and very important spiritual truth or lessons from this story. We are going to hear, we're going to learn some very significant, important, and true spiritual lessons. Spiritual lessons from this story. And therefore, anyone who is here who needs a notable miracle, I entreat, please, I beg you, pay careful attention to all that we hear today. As I said, especially if you are believing God for a notable miracle, just as I am believing God for your miracle for you in Jesus' name. You see, Israel was under oppression and suppression. At the time of Gideon's life, the nation of Israel, though they were God's people, they were under severe oppression and domination by several eastern nations, not just one nation. They were being harassed, oppressed, and attacked by several eastern nations or peoples who were led by the Midianites. The Midianites were the most fearsome of all the eastern peoples who were oppressing Israel. But it doesn't matter how many people have lined up against you. You are one person, but you are not one because the Lord is with you. And may the Lord be with you all the days of your lives. It doesn't matter how many Midianites will line up against you. The Lord will deliver you from them all. In the name of Jesus. And they oppress, suppress, 
and dominated Israel to the extent that whenever an Israelite, anytime an Israelite will harvest his or her farm, grain or cattle, wheat or whatever, wine, these nations, they have spies there. They will go and report that Ashimashi or Ashimasha has just harvested his farm, which he has been planting, cultivated for more than over a year. Then they will attack them and take everything away. They will take everything that the Israelite has spent a year of hard work. By the sweat of their faces, they will come, the Midianites will just come and take everything away, leaving the Israelites with nothing. Yes, they were still the people of God. They were still God's holy nation. But see, they have sinned against God. They have transgressed the commandments of God. They had been rebellious against God's commandments. Therefore, God deliberately gave them away for these foreign nations to oppress them. Because God had warned them over and over again that if ever they went against his laws, his commandments, then curses will come upon them. Therefore, what we are seeing here was not God's own doing. In fact, God had to do it reluctantly. But you see, transgression, sin, rebellion against God attracts, attracts an equivalent punishment or curse. So, Gideon, having harvested his father's wheat, there was a place where wheat was threshed. And there was a place called a wine press. The wine press was where they, they press the grapes and make wine from. And those places were inside, were indoors. But where they threshed the grain, the wheat was outside. There was a place for, for threshing the wheat and a place for pressing the wine. But to hide the wheat from the Midianites. The Israelites had to thresh the wheat in a wine press so that they could hide it from their enemies. But beloved, you see, it is not you. You cannot hide anything from your enemy. Hello? You cannot hide anything from your enemy. It's only when God hides you in the secret places of a tabernacle, that is when the enemy cannot find you. And God, church, may God hide you all. May your enemies look and look and look for you and not find you anywhere in the name of Jesus. It's only when God hides you that we are properly hidden. And may God hide us all in the secret places of his tabernacle. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Many of us are still under oppression and domination. We have all been there before. We have all been there before because of the sins of our fathers, because of the transgressions of our so-called ancestors. Therefore, some things are happening to us that shouldn't have happened to us. But the Lord, be merciful, has delivered us all from them all. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Clap your two hands for Jesus. So here was Gideon trying to hide from the Midianites. Well, you see, they had spies among them. So they couldn't hide. They couldn't hide. Then suddenly, suddenly he saw a man. Someone that he thought was a man. The Bible says that Bible in verse 11. Verse 11. Now, the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth tree, which was in Ophrah, which belonged to Joash, the Abiezrite, 
while his son Gideon threshed wheat in the wine press in order to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. Church, may the Lord make you mighty men and mighty women of valor. Because he, once the Lord is with you, church, listen to this, once the Lord is with you, and may the Lord be with you. That makes you a mighty man of valor. That makes you a mighty woman of valor. Once God is with you, you are mighty already. Because God who is, who, who is with you is a mighty God. God who is mighty cannot be with you and you are a little person. You are like a macaroni. No. Church, you are all therefore mighty in the sight of God. Put your hands down for Jesus. And once God pronounces the word, he said, the Lord is with you. Immediately, the Lord comes into you and the Lord is with you. And right now, under the anointing that's upon me, church, I pronounce the word that the Lord is with you. Yeah. That God is with you all. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Clap your two hands for Jesus. And shout hallelujah. Gideon is the youngest member. He was the youngest member of an insignificant family in the minority tribe of Manasseh. Gideon was at the bottom there. He was the youngest member, the littlest member of a small insignificant family in the minority tribe of Manasseh. So you can imagine, he didn't Consider himself anybody. He didn't think well, you amount to anything. He had to be hiding. He thought all his life you'd be hiding from the Midianites. He was the youngest member of an insignificant family of the minority tribe called Manasseh. We are, we are, all, we are far better than, than him. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Gideon was the youngest member, the littlest member of an insignificant family or clan in a minority tribe of all the tribes of Israel. Manasseh was probably the, the most insignificant. So when Jacob had to bless them, Jacob crossed his hand, put the right hand on Ephraim, and the left on, on, on Manasseh. And just as so far, no, no, no. Manasseh is the elder. Jacob said, oh, I know. Because Ephraim is greater than Manasseh. Praise the Lord. So you can imagine Gideon's mentality. Some of you, when you consider where you come from, when you go back to your village and look at the house, where, is it where I was born? <laughs> ah, look at the, in fact, the village itself. You can, we cannot boast of anything about the village. Now you go to your house, and you know maybe before you enter the house, there's a there's an idol. I went to a house testing here, testing. Oh, was it no no la? And before you enter, there's a fitting. You have to cross. Bosom understand where you live You have to cross. You cannot cross unless you go over the bosom. And as I cross, I said, the Lord rebuke you. Hello? Praise the Lord. So you may, not, you may not, in fact, consider yourself to be anybody. And then when you look at all those who have come before you, ah, none of them amounted to anything. So, why? I look at my father, my father's father, uncle, uncle's uncle, my mother, mother's mother, auntie, auntie's auntie, nobody. That was how Gideon was. And yet, and yet, the angel of the Lord said, the Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. It doesn't matter how you see yourself. The Lord be with you and that makes you a mighty person in the name of Jesus. Clap your hand for Jesus. You see, 
This angel of the Lord is Jesus. In his pre-incarnate ministry, Jesus, before he was born, he existed. And he had a come and go ministry. He would come and go. Before he was born, he was still very much around. He was the God who appeared to Moses in the burning bush. It was Jesus. Who appeared to Moses in the burning bush. He was the one who created the universe. Let us now make man. He made you. In his pre-incarnate manifestation, Jesus was very much around. Just say amen to that. And he is God. He is God. He said, the Lord be with you, you mighty man of valor. You see, the presence of the Lord with you turns you into a mighty man of valor. Amen. The presence of God with you, it doesn't matter who you are, it turns you. It changes you. It changes me. It changes you into another person. Remember Saul. Saul, who became king. He was a nobody. Even when his parents said, oh, go and look for donkeys, couldn't he find the donkeys? Call her donkeys. 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 He went round, round, round. He couldn't find the donkeys. But when the Spirit of God came upon him, they said, oh, so is Saul also among the prophets because he began to prophesy. And someone said, and who is their father? God is their father. May you prophesy today. May you prophesy as from today. In the name of Jesus. May the presence of God with you reveal the miracle that is hidden inside of you. Leading you unto divine prosperity, you shall buy land. God owns the whole world. May he give you land. May he give you houses. May he overcome your enemies for you. May God give you the pregnancies. In the name of Jesus. Hello. Hello. May he give you the wife and the husband. In the name of Jesus. May God heal you every day. Every day when you wake up, may God have healed you in the course of the night. In the name of Jesus. Clap your two hands for Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The presence of God brings or changes you into a mighty man of valor. Because see, Romans 8 verse 31b says, if God is for us, if God is for us, and God is for us, who, just say who, can be against us? If God is for us, and indeed God is for us. So I say, as God is for us, who can be against us? Now see, verse 13 and 14. Gideon said to him, Oh my Lord, small L. Gideon had been put in a state where now he had to hide to eat. <laughs> Even to drink water, he had to hide. So he said, oh my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then? Why then has this happened to us? If the Lord is with us, about the same and away at me, and I same way at me, and I same way at me, about the same what happened? If the Lord is with us, how could this have happened to me? Many of us, we have that question. And where are all his miracles, which our fathers told us about saying, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt, but now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us to the hands of the Midianites. Look at the, the, the state of mind of Gideon. <laughs> My Lord, uh, he, he said, I am a mighty man of valor. Me, I, if the Lord is well, look at what the Midianites are doing. I have to hide even to drink my cocoa. No money in my pocket. Where are all the miracles that we hear about in the Bible? Maybe they stopped happening. They don't happen anymore. I've been praying for husband or wife for so many years. I don't see anything happening. After the pregnancy, if the Lord is with me, how can I? Ten years now married. 
no pregnancy. If the Lord is with me, how can, how can I'm so poor? Even what to eat is a problem. How can this be happening to me? How can my business be going through these problems? How can I be facing such challenges? How? If the Lord is with me. And what are all these things they talk about? What are all his miracles? They, they, are, they, are, they are just deceiving us. They are telling us lies. They happen to them, but not touch me. I don't think I'm a monk. I don't think I'm one of them. Praise the Lord. You are a monk. Church, I said you are a monk. Praise the Lord. You are a monk. Don't forget, look at Gideon. So Gideon now was now having exchanges. An argument with God. Many of you, you are still having an argument with God. You are arguing. And you think you are winning the argument. You can't win against God. Some of you think that your argument is so solid that you have, you have already won. Praise the Lord. God has forsaken me. He has forsaken me. I don't think that he knows me. I don't think he's interested in my problems. Then the Lord, in spite of all this, he having said all this, the Lord turned to him and said, verse 14, <laughs> God ignored all, that, all those complaints. He said, go in this matter of yours, and you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent you? Well, it doesn't matter how you, how little you see yourself, how insignificant, how small, how weak. Oh, thank you, Lord. God is still saying to you, Go in this might of yours. God is saying to you, go in this might of yours. Praise the Lord. Your being here was not by your own design, not by your own effort. Now we're having miracle services once a, once a month. And you are here. I know that even if you were to have it once every day, some of you will still be here. Every day, some of you will come. Once a month, you are here. But there are some that even once a month they will not come. As well as even, there are some that even if you take the miracle self to their houses. If you go and hold it in their houses, they will go inside their room. They will not come out until you are finished and gone. That's when they will come out. They will be inside. They will not even go to the washroom because you are having miracle service in their house. And you have come all this way. Therefore, God is with you. In the name of Jesus. Check, clap your two hands for Jesus. And shout a big hallelujah. Shout a better hallelujah. So in verses 15 to 18, we see Gideon's timidity. Not Timid. Timidity. Lack of faith. And low self-esteem. In verse 16, 17, and 18, we see Gideon's timidity. His shakimiasis, lack of faith, and low self-esteem. But God is saying, you are above and not beneath. First and not the last. Praise the Lord. Be a woman of valor. Daughter, be a woman of courage, a woman of valor. In the name of Jesus. I didn't see you this morning. That's what I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I know those who are here and those who are not here. Before you, before you, before you decide, I've already seen you at home. When you're under a tree, when, when I see you under a fig tree, I saw you. In the name of Jesus. And then, you see, Gideon said, Lord, he still couldn't believe it. He said, Lord, if it's so, you know, then wait. Well, I prepare an offering for you. An offering. What has it got to be an offering? Where does an offering come in? Where does an offering come in here? 
church. He said, we're going to look at some spiritual truth. Where does an offering come in here? What, what this conversation between him and this angel, what does an offering, because you give an offering only to God. You don't give an offering to angels. But he said, wait here. Now, man telling God, wait for me. <laughs> Just, May God wait for you. <laughs> May God wait for you. Can you imagine? Man telling God that God, wait for me, I'm coming. Coming from where? I'm going to prepare food for you. Do you know how long it takes to prepare food? Now you are going to look for a goat. This food, not, not take away. He wasn't going to buy take away. Not, um, he wasn't going to buy uh, what? What do you call it? Um, restaurant food. So what did he do? He said, wait for me. And then God said, I'll wait here until you come. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> God said, I will wait for you until you come. Hello? May God wait for you. May God wait for you. But the question is, as God is waiting for you, will you actually come back? Will you, will you, will you really come back? Some of you say, see, some of you all tell God, Lord, wait for me. You go and you don't come back. Can you imagine? Elder. <laughs> Can you imagine, Reverend, telling God, I wait for me. God said, I'll wait until you come back. Then you go and don't come back. Then you come when God, God has gone later on. Then you say, Lord, I've now come. God said, okay, we have come. Okay, now here I am. Then you tell God, wait, I'll come again. God goes, you go, you don't come back again. Ah! That's our behavior. Hello? By our actions and our behavior, we say, Lord, wait for me, I'm coming. I'm going to prepare an offering for you. So God is waiting for you. You go, you don't come back. God will wait, wait, wait. He will leave. And you come back two weeks later, three weeks, four weeks. Then say, Lord, I have now come. God said, okay, let's continue. Then say, oh, Lord, let's, we put it on pause. Let's continue. Play. Play. Wait, I'm coming. You go, you don't come back. You don't come back again. May you keep coming back. May you be faithful to your word. Because church, God is still waiting for you. And don't keep him waiting indefinitely. So he said, wait. God said, I'll wait until, just say, until. Until you come back. Clap your two hands for Jesus. So Gideon went in and prepared a young goat. A young, he prepared a young goat. Now as he caught a goat, slaughtered a goat, and prepared the meat. And unleavened bread from an ephah of flour. The meat, he put in a basket. And he put the broth in a pot. And he brought them out to him under a terebinth tree and presented them. Presented them. It is more blessed to give than to receive. It is more blessed to give than to receive. Praise the Lord. Now, let's consider Gideon's offering carefully in detail. He went and slaughtered a goat, shed blood, animal blood. You can't prepare a goat without killing it. So, blood. He offered a blood sacrifice. Blood sacrifice. The offering involved a blood sacrifice. The highest. The highest that only God is qualified to receive. Remember Cain and Abel. Cain brought produce from his farmland. Abel brought all the fatlings, or the fat, fat of his flock. In the Garden of Eden, when Adam and Eve were sowing fig leaves, God had to do shed blood, and clothe them with animal skin. So, somehow Gideon was fulfilling God's requirements. Animal sacrifice. Shedding of blood. Without a shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. 
It's in, it's in Hebrew. Without the shedding of blood, without that ultimate sacrifice. Here, we don't shed blood anymore. Christ, that's why Christ shed his own blood. Ultimate sacrifice. There's no remission of sins. Without, it is the ultimate sacrifice that only God requires to receive it from men. So Christ sacrificed himself. It's not for the Pharisees, not to Satan. He offered himself to the Father, God the Father. And that's why we have now received the redemption of our sins. Just say amen. amen. Clap for Jesus. Wait, and I'll bring you my offering. The Lord said, I'll wait until you come. And what offering did he bring? He went and killed a goat, sorted a goat. Blood. Blood. He prepared unleavened bread. As you know, unleavened bread stands for righteousness, holiness, sinlessness. Unleavened bread, bread without leaven, is, is, the, is time for symbolic of sinlessness. So, Gideon, ultimate sacrifice, blood, righteousness, holiness, he was offering all this to God. He was offering the hey, if God, if God should tell you, are you, you, God says, you, you are sitting there one day, God says, you, John, God says, you, John, I'm going to do this mighty things with you. Do you think you, you go and bring an offering of five CDs? <laughs> no, you don't bring five CDs. If you really, you see, it means that you really appreciate, Gideon really appreciated the magnitude of what God could give to him. He couldn't bring him anything less than ultimate sacrifice, the, 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 the shedding of blood, unleavened bread. In other words, I bring you my entire body holy, without blemish, without spot. Doesn't matter. I give all to you. So unleavened bread. Remember the Passover? They were to use unleavened bread. Israel, the Passover, the last night before they left, they were to kill the Passover lamb, shed blood, and put that blood on the doorpost. And now the angel of death was passing. When I see the blood, I will do what? Just say blood. Say blood. In those days, they had no Bible. Jesus had not come, but, but, Gideon had this presence of mind. May you also know what to offer to God. May you know what you must offer to God. So my daughter, Esther, today I'm on you. Don't let me tell you to come again. Next time you yourself come. I don't wait for me to get your back. And then I'll come back. You are going somewhere. Esther, I'm talking to you. Is that Esther there? Praise the Lord. That's how you get your miracle. That is how you get your miracle. So, now, he brought it, gave it to him. Then the man said, put all of them on the rock. Tell I say rock. Put the meat and the bread on the rock and pour the broth on it. Pour the soup on it. Ah, I'll bring you that thing to eat. And you are saying, <laughs> as you pour it, <laughs> Lydia, no, you are honing keba. No, like on nagbo. You have got a visitor. The, the visitor called here, not going to get bony. No, you are prepared goat. Low. Ke bread. Ke wonu. No, keba. No, ke wobe. He said, Put it on the rock. Pour it on the rock. Put the meat here on the rock. Ah! What kind of visitor is this? What kind of God is this? <laughs> Hello? What, what kind of God is this at all? May God surprise you every day. May, you know, Batman Kwanyo, Gideon was a man. <laughs> Hello? After all, when, uh, when Jacob brought the soup to Isaac, Isaac ate it. Before blessing, but this is oh, put the meat on the rock. There was a rock there. Put on the rock. Just say rock. rock. Put the bread on the rock, and pour the soup on it. Hey, but Gideon obeyed. Gideon obeyed. Church, the word of God. God may ask you some things that if you if you want to rationalize, 
Grace. If you want to think about what God asks you to do, you will, you will not do it. <laughs> the thing that God will ask you to do, I mean, you understand. So you may not do it. Put, imagine grace, you're going to cook and brought it to me. Pastor, it's your birthday. So I brought you this meat. I brought you this bread. Banku and whatever. Expecting that I will sit down and eat and belt. Bless us all. Put that food on rock. <laughs> Hello. Pour the moving floor on it. Ah. Pour it away. Now all your effort is going to waste. But no effort that you make to God go, ever goes to waste. Clap or two hands for Jesus. Bible said Gideon obeyed. He didn't complain. He simply obeyed. Now the rock. On the rock. What does the rock? Why, why rock? Why not on the floor? Why not anywhere else? Now when you go to Numbers 20 verse 11. Numbers 20 verse 11. The rock is where water came out abundantly for all Israel to drink. The rock, water came out of the rock. Numbers 20, verse 11. I'm going to go fast. You can write it now. Look at it later on. Numbers 20, 11. A rock was out of it. Water came out abundantly for all Israel to drink. May God shower water on you abundantly from the rock. Isaiah 17, verse 10. Isaiah 17, verse 10. Just write them down. Isaiah 17, verse 10. The rock is your stronghold. And may the rock be your stronghold. Just say rock. Say rock. Second Samuel 22 verse 2. Second Samuel 22 verse 2. The Lord is our rock and our salvation and our deliverer. May the rock be your deliverer. Hello? May the rock be your deliverer. Matthew 16, 18. Jesus is the rock on which he will build his church. The rock is the foundation where God will build his church. Shall I say rock? There are many references to the rock. Romans 9, 33. Romans 9.3 says, Jesus is a stumbling stone and a rock of offense. And whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. Just say the rock. Romans 9.33. And finally, 1 Corinthians 10.4. 1 Corinthians 10 verse 4. Jesus was the rock that followed Israel in the desert. From it they all and we all drink the same spiritual drink. Praise the Lord. Israel was marching to the desert and they were thirsty. They didn't know that there was a rock following them and that rock was Jesus. Wherever you go, may the rock of Jesus follow you. Amen. May the rock of Jesus follow you. Amen. I remember the testimony of a sister in Teshin. Who was driving her husband's car, not knowing, little did she know that the enemy had planned an accident for her. Today, an accident. accident. In fact, what they did was that they, they caught a dog. And they did something. The dog was to be her own son. And they, they, they planned that the vehicle would run over the dog so that her son would die. She didn't know this. But when they got to the place where the enemies are planned, they look at the car coming, they look at the driver, and the driver was not the sister. The driver himself was Jesus. Hallelujah. And you can imagine their confusion. You can imagine their fear. They look inside, and the driver behind the steering wheel was not the sister they were expecting, but they saw Jesus behind the steering wheel. May Jesus follow you wherever you go. 
as you travel to your village and back, may Jesus himself be the man behind the steering wheel. I heard, I heard there was an accident somewhere two days ago. Uh, what? Sprinter. Did you hear about it? Uh, I heard it was a very nasty accident. People were crashed. People were, they were alive. People were crashed. But the vehicle has fallen. They had, they had to catch all their legs to get them out. Did you hear about it? It shall not come anywhere near you. I believe that if any of you have been in that vehicle, that accident wouldn't have happened. In the name of Jesus. Because we have a rock that follows us. A rock that follows us. Who gives us spiritual water to drink? And that rock is Jesus Christ. Say, Jesus Christ is my rock. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So that is when Jesus was talking to the two men on the way to Emmaus. He told them all this. That rock... The rock of Gideon, it was me. Jesus told them, the rock on which Gideon put the meat, that was, that was me. They said, ah. Bible said he explained to them everything about from Moses, beginning from Moses, he explained to them all that was written about him. You are also among. Just say amen. amen. So that's what Gideon's offering. That was Gideon's offering. It was a spiritually motivated offering. And church, I want you to be spiritually aware Miracle service now is once a month. Grace. Thank God for your life. Thank God for your life. I know your name is written in the book of life. Everywhere you go, Christ follows you. The rock follows you. The rock follows you. He gives you spiritual water to drink. And he accepts your offering. A sweet aroma sacrifice. May he bless you today. May he meet you at the point of your need today. In the name of Jesus. Clap your two hands for his church. Hello. So before I sit down, though I'm not going to sit down. (laughs) Now, then this man, this angel of the Lord, that Jesus, the staff he had in his hand, he touched the offering with the end of the staff. And water, sorry, and fire, fire came out of the rock and consumed the sacrifice. A jar, fire came out. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Two was there. <laughs> Hello. The Holy Ghost was there. As you are here, God the Father is here. God the Son is here. God the Holy Spirit. Therefore, we sing, Oje, Oja, Sun, Sun, Kron, Kron, No, Ye, Oja. Oye, Oje, Oja, Sun, Sun, Kron, Kron. Bayaway, Juma. Bayaway, Juma. Oja, Mo. Oje, Onyamija. Oh. Bear away, Juma. Bear away, Juma. Oh, Jamu. My daughter, those people from me, what's the, what the name of that village? Chiapiasi. You know Chiapia? You all know Chiapia? Chiapia, the chewing stick. If you come from under a Chiapia, how can you attack the child of God? You are living under a Chiapia, which we chew. You want to attack a child of God? Oje, Oja, son, son, kron, kron, no ye, Oja, Oje, Oja, son, son, kron, kron, no ye, Oja, Bay away, Juma, Bay away, Juma, Oja, Oje, Aye, Oja, Meja, Eh, Bay away, Juma. My son, that's that Joseph. Joseph, I heard that you were, your car, not you, your car was involved in an accident. You, not you, your car. <laughs> Can you stand over here? This way. 
My son, remember, God is replacing it with something better. It may not even be a car, but something more valuable than that. But I pray that God will put this car back on the roof for you and then give you something better than that. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Take it, therefore. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. In Jesus' name, just say amen. All things work together for good. For those who love God. Those who are called according to his according to his clap, your, clap for yourselves. Then Gideon said, hey, I've seen God face to face. Because the Bible says that anyone who sees the face of God will die. God has said it. Have I seen God face to face? I said, alas, means I'm a worry. And then God said, no, we are not going to die. Church, you shall not die. You shall not die. Again, let me tell you, you shall not die. You shall live. And you shall declare the praises of God. You shall not die. Clap your hand for Jesus. Gideon built an altar. He built an altar there to the Lord. And the Bible said the altar is there to this day. But if you go there, will you find the altar there? Will you find it there today? Where Gideon built the altar. The Bible said the altar is there up to this day. Today is there. But when you go there, will you find any altar there? No. The altar that he built is not there. But spiritually, it is still there. Hallelujah. Eh? Hallelujah. That altar is still there in the name of Jesus. What does it mean? Gideon was saying, Lord, I'm going to worship you, serve you, dedicate my life as a living sacrifice to you forever and forever. Here in this life and thereafter, after this life. That's what Gideon was saying. He built an altar. Abraham built an altar. They all built altars. Gideon also built an altar. Beloved, if you build an altar, if you will build an altar, not a physical altar, not rocks or anything like that, but you build a spiritual altar, and by that you declare to God that, Lord, on this altar, I brought my sweet aroma sacrifice. It may not be blood, but I bring myself as a living sacrifice. Lord, holiness shall be my portion. Unleavened bread. The Holy Spirit to fill me more and more with his fire. I long for, I love, I ask for Holy Ghost fire. Every day, filling me. I'll do everything that will make sure that, make sure the Holy Ghost fire will be upon me and therefore consume my sacrifice. And I have an altar for you, Lord. I have an altar. And my altar will be there all the days of my life. It's not an altar that you take away and bring badness. You take away and bring. Every day that altar is there. It's a spiritual altar. Then, God will make your body the temple of the Holy Spirit. God will make you, and may God continue to make you the temple of the Holy Spirit. And anyone who tries to defy that temple shall be what? Destroyed. It's in the Bible. Just say amen to that. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap of friend. And all this happened to Gideon because the angel of the Lord, God's presence appeared to him. Today, you are in God's presence. You are in God's presence. Child, do you believe that? Oh, you are in God's presence. You are in God's presence. And having been into God's presence, you are going to live here a mighty man of valor. You are going to live here a mighty woman of valor. You shall go out of here and do exploits. You shall go out of here and receive all of God's ordained blessings for your life. For you and your children your children's children. In the name of Jesus. 
Thank you for participating in this Sunday afternoon's miracle service. I want to assure you that God has heard and will answer your prayers. You are welcome to visit us at Tema Community 5 of PV or being run about every Sunday afternoon at 3.30 p.m. God bless you.